slate on a Monday. And I'm trying to sound excited because I hate this small of slate. Mike McClure here with me from somewhere out in the world looking like Agent X here on the Skype. Yeah, I'm currently in Austin, Texas, and I also do not like this slate. Um, you know, a lot of large spreads. I mean, the closest spread is six and a half points. Uh, the highest total, 211.5. And, you know, looking at my spreadsheets, I see a lot of red. And usually we like to see a lot of green. So this really isn't a fun slate. Yeah, we're trying to make a lot of green, and it's difficult. But I think the first thing we should do is just talk general small slate strategy because we don't get enough, well, if you ask me, we get too many slates this size, but we don't talk about them often enough. My general opinion is I want to make sure I have the highest score and I'd like to have the top two, and it's more important than it is on a slate with 10 or 12 games where I can make it up somewhere else. I can't imagine fading someone like Russell Westbrook on this slate. Yeah, I think you definitely have to get the top overall score. And for me, that's pretty clearly like it should be Russell Westbrook here. Uh, I mean, you could argue for Giannis, but, you know, on the road against Memphis, pace down, probably a blowout, may not need him to do as much. I think that I prefer Westbrook over Giannis if I had to pick one of the two. But on the short of a slate, you definitely need the guy that could score 80 fantasy points. Thankfully, we have some value plays already early in the day. I don't think you have to choose between Giannis and Russell Westbrook. I just want to touch on it real quick, though, because James Harden is planning to return tonight. He missed Sunday's game with a knee. He's going up against the San Antonio Spurs. He's 11,200, 700 less than Giannis, 900 less than Westbrook on FanDuel. Are you even considering playing Harden, though, really? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I don't really think that there's any reason to. Uh, you know, shooting guard's one position where I think you can save a lot of money. And with these players' floors and, you know, knowing Harden in, in this matchup with the Spurs, like, I, I think you could easily just justify playing, like, guys like CJ McCollum and Chris Middleton at shooting guard if you needed, you know, mid range guys there. So I'm probably fading James Harden tonight. So we know tonight for the Miami Heat that there will be no Hassan Whiteside, there will be no Dwayne Wade. In their most recent game, it was such a blowout that nobody really played a lot of minutes. I still expect a big beneficiary in this game to be Bam Adebayo. He is my must-play because it helps me to get Westbrook and Giannis in the lineup. Still just $3,500 on FanDuel. Only played 17 minutes in their last game. Did score 15 fantasy points. We've seen him when he plays more than 20. He usually puts up a big number. Yeah, I like him a lot. I totally agree with the must-play. Uh, I kind of like that he didn't have, you know, great game last time out. Uh, I hope some people are looking at that box score and kind of a little iffy on it. But I, I do like him here. You should expect at least a fantasy point a minute. And I, I don't see any way he doesn't play 20 to 25 minutes in this game. So I, I'm definitely locking him in also. Let's just go over to the sports line odds page. We've given you a couple of must plays, really almost three. And I think this is going to be a night where you've got a core of four or five players and you don't stray away from that. We are staying away from James Harden. Sacramento Kings at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Last I checked, the highest over under tonight at just 211. That's a miserably low number. What makes it even worse is there's a 12 and a half point spread in this game. And we're still saying you basically have to play Russell Westbrook. The, the Thunder, though, not completely without their own question marks in terms of who is going to play. Ferguson has already been ruled out. Steven Adams still questionable. Is that right? Yes, Steven Adams is questionable and from what i understand he's uh pretty questionable like i I don't have a strong like it's not one of those where he's just listed as questionable i think there's a chance that he doesn't play in this game now 
last time we saw him, he was celebrating a Nick Collison basket. Nick Collison was seven points in six minutes against the Spurs. But we're not actually going to play any cheap thunder, are we? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, the only thing I could see you doing would be playing Dakari Johnson. Uh, if Adams was ruled out, they might let him have some run here. I mean, he, he, would, he would get some minutes anyway, but he might get a little extended run in the blowout. Uh, he's 3,500 if you want to punt the center position. I don't love it, but I, I don't hate it, you know, especially on DraftKings where you can put him in like a utility spot. Um, you know, someone to keep an eye on, but uh, that's obviously only if Steven Adams is ruled out. We did see De'Aaron Fox bounce back in his most recent game with 29.1 FanDuel points. He's just 5,700 over on FanDuel. Is Fox someone you're considering pairing Westbrook with at the point guard position? Yeah, I think so. Um, so the scenario in which I'm playing De'Aaron Fox, though, is likely if I'm trying to play Westbrook and Giannis together. If I'm right. not, then I'm probably going to pay up for someone like Damian Lillard or Drogic, um, maybe Chris Paul. There's a little interest. I have a little interest in Chris Paul. I don't think he's going to be owned at all tonight. Uh, but if I'm paying for Westbrook and Giannis, then yes, De'Aaron Fox is a guy that I'm looking at using. Now, Carmelo Anthony has absolutely destroyed the Kings this year in what has been a pretty disappointing season for him. He's 5,800 on FanDuel. Are you considering Melo or Paul George, and who do you prefer? Uh, I mean, I, I'm considering both of them. It really, again, depends on your strategy. If you're going with Giannis and Westbrook both, I don't think that you can afford Paul George tonight very easily. Um, the, the issue for me is the position with Mello. I think that he's probably better suited on DraftKings just because of the positional flexibility. On FanDuel, you know, you've already locked in Bam. Uh, another guy for the Spurs, Davis Bertans, is really cheap there. So power forward's pretty deep, in my opinion. Uh, but I do think you have to consider these guys. Uh, I tell you where I'm most interested, again, is if Steven Adams is ruled out. Just one less guy that's going to have a little bit of usage and taking up, you know, offensive, defensive rebounds. Um, so if he's out, then yeah, I'll consider both of those guys. San Antonio Spurs are at the Houston Rockets. This game has a 210.5 over under. The Rockets 12-point favorites. You don't see the Spurs as 12-point dogs very often. They have still been an absolute matchup nightmare for a team so far. Are you just fading the Rockets completely? Yeah, I don't see a ton of reason to play the Rockets. Uh, I mean, I think the only situation where I would really be interested in the Rockets would be in playing Chris Paul, thinking that, you know, Harden might have some sort of a setback and, and may not, you know, play very many minutes or, you know, might have an in-game injury, you know, flare up where he decides that it's not worth it to be out there. Uh, I think Chris Paul is only 7,700 on DraftKings. I think that makes him interesting uh, if you want to play that kind of game theory angle, which is something that's really viable to do knowing that there's only four games on the slate. On the other side of things, I, I've got a lot of interest in the Spurs. Davis Burton's has been at or above 20 fantasy points for each of his last five games. He has been starting alongside Pau Gasol or LaMarcus Aldridge, depending on who's playing. Looks like it's going to be Burton's and Gasol tonight, and we like both of them, right? Yeah, no, I like both of them quite a bit. Uh, I, I think for me, Pau Gasol is a near must-play, um, especially if you're playing more than one lineup. You definitely need some Pau Gasol exposure. And Bertans, yeah, like anytime Aldridge is out, the usage is there. Uh, I don't think he's going to play 30 minutes, but I do think 20 to 25 is enough. Uh, and, you know, especially if he gets a little bit of the run at the end of this game against the second unit, because, uh, you know, the Rockets should win this game pretty easily. Uh, I, I like Bertans and Gasol both quite a bit. Miami is at Portland. The Trailblazers six and a half point favorites, actually our smallest spread of the night, just a 209 over under, though. That's not a great matchup for either team. 
Miami's been really tough on big men. Portland has been devastating against guards. Bam is my must-play of the night at just 3,500 on FanDuel. I'll have a piece of him over on DraftKings as well at 3,800. Who do you think benefits amongst the guards and wings the most for Miami with Dwayne Wade out of this game? Yeah, I mean, it's really tough. I mean, I, I, I still think that Goran Dragic is the guy that probably benefits the most. Uh, just, you know, in terms of safety, consistency, I know the matchup isn't great against these guys. But I, I do think Tyler Johnson is interesting, too. Um, you know, we mentioned earlier De'Aaron Fox. I do think Tyler Johnson is a nice pivot away from De'Aaron Fox at 4900 if you want to save a few bucks. Uh, I mean, I expect him to kind of get there through volume. He should play close to 30 minutes in this game. And then, you know, finally, Wayne Ellington. You know, you can you can consider Wayne Ellington, especially if you need that cheap shooting guard. Uh, just keep in mind that pretty much any time Wayne Ellington is playing, he's going to have to get there through scoring actual points. And I know you said that D- Damian Lillard was someone you would try to get in with Westbrook if you were not playing both Westbrook and Giannis. Assuming that you are playing both of them, is there anyone on the Portland side of this game you're interested in? Uh, I mean, not really. In, in a tournament, I guess you could play uh, Yusuf Nurkic. I think that this is an interesting matchup for him, knowing that Whiteside won't be out there. Um, other than that, I, I don't think that I, I have a, a ton of interest. I mean, you know, one. I guess I, I let's backtrack a little there. If I'm not playing Westbrook and Giannis, and I want to build a more balanced lineup, then I might use some CJ McCollum at shooting guard and like Paul George at small forward. I think that that's the other strategy tonight as opposed to paying up for both studs. The one positive thing I'll say about this slate is it doesn't start until 8 p.m. and three of the four games also start at 8 p.m. So we should have news. And that's always important when the Memphis Grizzlies are on the slate. The Bucks seven and a half point favorites at Memphis with a 205 over under. Do we have any idea who's playing how much for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight? Uh, no, the Memphis Grizzlies don't know how often and how much anyone's going to play tonight either. Um, it's just kind of a, a game. They're a permanent game time decision right now. Um, you know, the, really the piece of news is Pau Gasol or Mark Gasol is back. He's going to play. Um, how many minutes? We don't know. But if he plays 30 plus minutes, I kind of like him in this matchup. Yeah, I, I think so. The other name that I will just always say is Ben McLemore. I won't always say it. I've said it for like a week. But you look at his game logs, and over his last five games that he's played in, only one below 31 fantasy points. He's, the problem I have with Memphis is they have priced up some of these bad basketball players to where you have to take a little bit more price risk with them than you really should. Yeah, no, you definitely uh, – there's a lot more risk than uh, – probably than I'm comfortable with. Um, but, you know, I can't deny Ben McLemore has been very good. I don't know that I love him in this matchup with Giannis and Middleton out there on the floor, but yep. uh, I, I totally get it. Um, I, I think I would probably take a flyer on someone like Wayne Ellington or even Danny Green for the, uh, you know, for the Spurs against the Rockets. I, I think that there might be as much or more upside there. The Buck side of this game is better. We like Giannis quite a bit, probably the second most likely to lead the slate in scoring tonight. Um, Eric Bledsoe, 7,500. I'm not sure I feel great about that. I, I don't mind a flyer on Jabari Parker at 5,300, but it, really he's only playable over on DraftKings because you can't play him over Bam or Burton's, right? Right, yeah. I don't think there's any way you're playing him over Bam or Burton's. Um, so, yeah, DraftKings only unless you're you know obviously playing multiple lineups. But he is 4,700 uh, on DraftKings. Yeah, no, I think that DraftKings is certainly the place you want to play him. Um, and I, I think I probably like him as much or more than those guys over on uh, on DraftKings. I think it's a good spot for him. 
Let's just finish up these lineups on what is just an absolutely delightful slate. I love everything about it. Russell Westbrook is our point guard. Giannis at small forward. We've got Bam and Burtons at power forward. And Pal Gasol at the center position. So on FanDuel, we're starting with a core of Westbrook, Giannis, Bam, Burtons, and Pal Gasol. We need a couple of shooting guards. That's a position that you told me earlier in the show. We could get find some value. Give me the value. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of like Danny Green, but I think that, you know, you're going to look at his game log and you're going to say that's pretty disgusting. Uh, back-to-back single-digit fantasy point performances. I don't uh, I mind just, that. I, I, I'm okay with it because, I, and I'll just say that, I'm not playing cash games on a four-game slate when Memphis is one of the teams. So right. if I'm playing a tournament lineup, Green does have that six, seven times value possibility. Uh, yeah, and we've actually seen him in this matchup on February 1st against the Rockets, put up 44.7 FanDuel points. Uh, just a really good spot. I mean, they need his skill set against this Houston team desperately, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, so that's going to cause him to play. You know, that's going to give him extra minutes in this game. So I, I think we lock in Danny Green here. And then who else do you have at shooting guard? So at shooting guard there after that, I mean, you know, Oklahoma City is not the best matchup for him, but Body Heald, he's someone that I, I think that could make an interesting tournament play in this game. Uh, you know, how do, how do you feel about Buddy Heald? He also had success against Oklahoma City earlier this month with 37.8 FanDuel points. And like Danny Green, he's another guy, you look at the game log, 33-9-28-18. He is all over the place, and that's okay on a tournament night like this. I, I don't mind that at all. I, Oklahoma City's defense has gotten better. The one place where they've been getting killed is by shooting guards. And I think that probably has something to do with the fact they try to keep Russell Westbrook off of the other team's pointing guard. Yeah, no, that's definitely what's going on there. And uh, I, I think Buddy Hield's got the most upside uh, for your dollar here tonight on this lineup. So we've got a little bit more flexibility now, $6,050 per position. We need a point guard and we need a small forward. I don't feel like small forward is somewhere where we're like, we've got to get this guy. It's more of a let's wait and see what's left. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's kind of a wait and see what's left for sure. So what pl- point guard do you want to plug in? Uh, I mean, I think at this point, you're kind of, I, I don't think that you can afford Chris Paul. So right. I think it's going to have to be Eric Bledsoe or Dragic or Duante Murray or Fox. Any of those guys I think would make a lot of sense. Um, you know, if, if we're playing a tournament lineup here, I think that Eric Bledsoe is the guy that we want to look at. Yeah, it should be. A, I mean, he's playing against a terrible team. And he may only play three quarters, but he has the skill and the ability to put up a huge number in three quarters. That leaves us 4,600 for our small forward. I don't necessarily mind Rudy Gay in this spot. Yeah, no, I, I think Rudy Gay is the clear play here. Um, you know, that'll give us our maximum of four Spurs in this lineup, uh, w- which is really the team that you should be attacking tonight from the value perspective. So I'm, uh, I'm definitely on board with that. I would lock Rudy Gay in here. It is hilarious that like our strategy to attack this four game slate is stack the 12-point underdog. Right. Makes all the sense in the world. Russell Westbrook and Eric Bledsoe are the point guards. Danny Green and Buddy Heald at shooting guard. Giannis and Rudy Gay at small forward. Bam and Burtons at power forward. We've got Pal Gasol at center. A very similar core over on DraftKings. We've got Westbrook, Giannis, Bam, Pal, Burtons, and I went ahead and put Jabari Parker in as our utility. That means all we need is a shooting guard and a guard we have 4,600 per player left for those two spots. 
And Danny Green's 4,100. Do we just slide him right in? Yeah, I think so. Leaving uh, 5,100, and you're going to have a choice between guys like Dylan Brooks, Frank Mason, Patty Mills, and, of course, Buddy Heald. Is Buddy Heald the option over on DraftKings as well? Uh, yeah, I definitely like Buddy Heald here on this spot. At 5,100, I think it's a, I mean, it's a discount from the FanDuel price. The scoring benefits his skill set a lot more than it does over on FanDuel, so absolutely going with Buddy Heald here. I get you Westbrook, Danny Green, Giannis, Bam, Pal Gasol, Buddy Heald, Davis Burtons, and Jabari Parker. Not a lot of variety between the FanDuel and DraftKings lineups, but just take into account the fact that we have eight teams that are playing. We have a bunch of blowouts forecast, and one of those teams is the Memphis Grizzlies, who nobody ever knows who's playing. The one thing I can say about this slate is tomorrow is going to be a better slate. Tomorrow's going to be a better slate, but I'm going to go out there and say I actually like a lot of these lineups that we just put together. I think they're very competitive. Uh, I, I think that we really attacked it the right way tonight. Well, I feel very happy about that at least. I'm going to feel a lot happier tomorrow when we get a full slate. We'll be back with more of the Sportsline DFS Lightning.